Hola amigos and welcome to Willie's View Podcast. Today is August 26th of 2021 and I have a very special guest. I'm not going to tell you who he is yet. He's going to introduce himself for you. Alright, go ahead. You're on. Alright, so just a little hint. I've got a, um audio series called The Secrets of a Life Coach. Uh, which are transformational stories that empower the busy, the restless, and the stuck with fresh choices. I'm 5'7 with shoes on, and I'm obsessed with Chinese food. Who is this? <laughs> I love that. Okay, you and me are officially besties because I love Chinese food. It's my favorite. Sure. You all right. wouldn't like to eat with me because I'd eat all of yours too, but uh, if you want to be my bestie, no problem. Oh, uh, that'd be so cool. All right, if nobody's figured it out yet, it's the one, the only, Mike James. Welcome, Mike. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Willie. I'm excited to be here. I know. I've, I've been, like, I came across you by, like, like kind of like a something falls on your lap and you're interested in it. And you're, you know, you're, you came up on, like, a, on a suggestion. And I also remember coming across you in one of the groups. I think it was a, a daytime group or something that interested me because you, you kind of hinted that you had, like, a series. So I remember clicking yeah. it for a YouTube, and it's like, you know what? I want them on my show because I like your creativity. I like, I like indies, and I don't know if you consider yourself an indie, but I definitely would recommend you as uh, an indie because your creativity for your series it definitely is that indie esque uh, generation for me. Kind of the vibe of that, yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Because there's not much out there like this, at least that I've. I've found, so it's been a quite the ride getting it out into the world, that's for sure. Yes, I definitely agree. So before we kick off our Q&A, I'm curious, where are you at, how's the weather, and how is COVID affecting your area? Yeah, thanks for asking. So I'm in Minnesota. Um, it's been a really hot summer, most of it, but right now it's pouring rain. It's a, it's a dark, cloudy day, which I kind of like at the... I don't have to water my flowers, so one less thing to do because I'm a pretty busy guy. <laughs> and um, and it gives me good a reason to nap, which I do take a lot of naps anyway. So I, I guess I, I'd be taking them anyway, but I don't feel as guilty. <laughs> oh, my God. And, I um, do that, too. Mm-hmm. I take naps. Oh, they're so great. They're so great to refresh and reset during the middle of the day. Yes. And as far as the pandemic, you know, like everybody else in 2020, you know, we were sequestered to our homes and... You know, didn't have access to go to restaurants or any place else, uh, mostly the grocery store or gas stations with a mask on. But um, now it's evened out a little bit. I'm not sure what's going to happen with this new wave of the pandemic, but um, I'm a big traveler, so I didn't get to travel. But, you know, my third storytelling album called uh, Doors and Windows, usually these albums take about two years to make. And because of the pandemic, it only took a year and a half because I had a lot more time and a lot more work-life balance at home. So that's been that's been good, at least I'm my end. Of course, I feel for all the people who have lost somebody due to the pandemic. Um, so I don't want to just celebrate my stuff without saying that, too. I think it balances out a little bit. I know, you know, and I I can uh, sympathize with them as well. But there's, you know, it's kind of like facts of life. You take the good with the bad. Basically, that's what we're going through because um, there is good and there is bad. Even Olivia and John said on an interview... You know, she recently is, um, you know, she's a cancer survivor. Yeah. And she yeah. mentioned that it's kind of like 
are God's way of challenging us of seeing things that we kind of ignored to begin with um, before the pandemic. So it's just how you see your perspective in things and in life. Yeah, it's so true. And I was just talking to, uh, there's a group of businessmen that I meet with every Monday night um, that I now consider really good friends. And we were just talking about the pandemic and how it's affected our business. And it's actually really helped mine because these stories that I create um, really bring people and the listeners a sense of calm and peace and, you know, new options and fresh choices that they can um, take in their life. So when, you know, hard things are happening in our lives, uh, like a pandemic, which thankfully doesn't happen that often, uh, these stories are helping people get a good sense of emotional and mental health um, within their crisis, so to speak, with all the stuff that's going on. So it's actually um, helped expose uh, people that needed more mental and emotional health that we know of, of course, but then these stories are really helping with that. So I feel really, really grateful and honored to be the kind of the, the vessel that these stories come through that I create. That's great. And I know back in the day in the Bible, it did say that they went through the Noah's Ark. I think sure. for me, the religious part in me is saying this is kind of our Noah's Ark. It's waking us up. It's letting us see, open our eyes more around to our surroundings, to our to ourselves. I'm not yeah. saying it was wrong for always hugging each other, but... Maybe there's just other ways that we can do things without being so close to each other. (laughs) Yeah, at least until it blows over. I totally agree. Like, conversations like this, I think they help everything. You know, I, it's true. I think, you know, it's just, it's just the world and God. There's always ways that they're trying to, like, form and shape us in different ways to teach us. And I think this is just God's way of waking us up in a whole new way. Yep. Yeah. And we're all going through it together. That's for sure. Nobody and is right. outside Yeah, that's, of you know, that is scary. But as you think about it, that's also very unique because it's not every day that people unite in so many different ways. Right. I mean, look at what's going on right now with the Black Lives Matter and people defending each other because cops aren't doing their job. Yes, it's crazy, but in a way it's a it's good because... We're uniting, we're fighting, we're, we're getting together for a cause. I think that's the problem is we were just taking so much for granted, we lost aspect of who we are and where we're at. And this is kind it's, of a reset for all of us. It's so true and we're finding out what's important. I remember after 9-11 when people were really, really checking in on each other and caring about each other. Um, I remember thinking two things. Number one, this is great, we should be doing this. And number two... Why weren't we always doing it? Exactly. Why did it take, Amen. Why did it take yes. this catastrophe to have us group together and actually care about each other and check in on one another? So hopefully it's a lesson to ourselves that we don't have to go through tragedy in order to care for each other and, and yes. be there for each other. Yes, and we don't have to wait for the holidays to wish each other a happy new year or a happy holiday or, you know. Right. I think that's what it is. It's just, you know, like again, it's just so much we don't realize it's in ourselves, but... There's just so much that we kind of do take for granted, and this is just, to me, it just feels like a major reset. Okay, so my original yes. question for you was, of course, is which artists or artists influence your music? And the reason I ask that, and I know you consider yourself as a musician, but I do consider you as an artist because of what you're doing. So my question again is, 
how are these people, do you have anyone that influenced you as far as going into starting your series and adding the music that you use for your series? Uh, yeah, so I don't consider myself a musician, but more a storyteller, but I hire musicians that um, we work together to create the emotions and the feelings behind the stories because they're yes. really, it's almost like a mini ear movie that you'll listen to. Uh, about 16 mini ear movies, but the music is a really important part yeah. because it it's it's like an added um, emotion and, and it gives, I, there's certain feelings I want each story to convey, but I, you know, I really like ambient music, um, just something dreamy and interesting that you can, kind of emotional and artsy mm -hmm. and I, I to be honest I like anything from Enya uh, to The National who's my favorite band and I don't know if you've seen the movie American Beauty but it's it's one of my top favorite movies and Thomas Newman is the, the artist who created the, the music for that and I just love his music that I'll listen to that sometimes sometimes music without words um, to me can be so powerful because there's so many words in the world even though I add more to them with my stories but, um, yeah, I like, you know, really beautiful and emotional music. And then I also, you know, I've got a workout playlist that's just, you know, I've got St. John on there and, you know, um, Eminem, things like that that pump oh me up. Oh, my God. Um, okay, we're going to have to trade because I definitely want your workout music. That would be great. Um, sure. I love American Beauty. Yes, it's good. Yeah, me too. Yeah, oh, I'm a so major good. movie buff, so I definitely, again, can relate. I love that. There's movies like this that they can be controversial, they can be deep, but you know what? They do have a message behind it. You just have to watch it and see it through. Even if you think it's a slow movie, just sit there and, and, and muddle through it. And you'll be surprised because between the middle to the end, the director is purposely leaving that message so you can go through the motions as the characters are suffering as well. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And I like that it exposes the dark side of humanity, too, because we need the dark and the light. It's not just, you know, I don't pretend my stories are all inspirational and motivational, um, but they're transformational and that I, it, it includes the bite, the bruise and the beauty of human experience versus just, you know, yes, just just the beauty because it's all beautiful. But yes, it's beautiful when you get through the bite and the bruise. It's not just puppy dogs and candy and flowers. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yes. I'm a storyteller like you too. I'm and I'm an indie romance novelist. I've got my first parent uh LGBTQIA um paranormal romance out on Amazon. You can check it out. It's W. Garza. It's called Something Wicked and then Crest Heights Book One. And the second one I'm working on will release later this year. But like you, I also can agree that you want to just put all kinds of things into your stories because, again, it's not just black and it's not just black and gray or nothing like that. You have to exclude all elements into your story, not just one. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations on your book and your series coming. That's oh, fantastic. thanks. I, yeah, I I'll send you a link work. if you like to read paranormal. I'll definitely send it to you. Um, I'm I'm very proud of myself because when I write, I don't intentionally mean it. But when people read my books, they're like, I like this because it feels like a movie, but it's still a book. And I've been, like, uh, teased as being the next Jackie Collins because of the romance getting so it, it'll sweep you away. So I like sure. that because it literally, I, writing is my passion. I love it, man. 
Yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. It's such a great outlet and I, I get lost in, like, there is no time. I just get lost yeah. in it and come up for air three hours later, like, okay, time to, you know, get some obligations done. Did you watch American Horror Story last night? Uh, no, I, I liked the first two seasons and then it kind of lost my interest. Okay. I had, like, more, I've like, got to tell you, things. you've got to give it a chance. Watch season 10 that aired last night. It's so good, especially it's 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 a it's an homage to us writers, how we devote ourselves, how we see ourselves in our stories and our characters. You've got okay. to give it a chance. You would love it. I think you would, especially on the writer aspect, you would enjoy it. It may just even inspire you as well. Yeah, you have my interest because of that background. So thank well, you. Thank just you. Just imagine Evan Peters singing. Um, Oh, uh, the one by Dolly Parton. Was it called Sandcastles? Oh, interesting. He sings on there. <laughs> he sang last night. He sang last night. Oh, my God. It was so good. So, definitely, yeah. It's American Horror Story. You can check it on your um, FX Now on demand. Or you can also check it on Hulu. If you have Hulu, you can watch it on Hulu the next day. So, definitely, it's season 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you're, you. You're welcome. Okay, so... Where do you see yourself in two years? Uh, you know, I love that question, and I'll answer it two ways. I work really hard to just be really focused in right now, which, yeah. you know, that, that's such a generic thing to say. You know, there's the power of now and, and live for today, not tomorrow. We're always, we're human, so we do think ahead. I think that's natural. Mm -hmm. But I try not to think too far ahead and just focus on what I could do to expand whatever's in front of me as much as possible with what I'm called to do to get out into the world. But in two years, um, and I think even less than that, these stories will out, be out to millions of people um, just based off, you know, shows like this. I've got radio interviews coming up and oh, um, yeah, some TV possibilities for interviews and, and just really exciting things. So I'm well on my way to get those out to millions and it's only a matter of time, which I'm not trying to fight. I just have a good relationship with time right now, and that's when I think things are things are really happening. So just participating with whatever's in front of me is important. But in two years, like I said, these will be everywhere. Ah, nice, nice. Well, yeah. I definitely got to say, I definitely would love to collaborate with you on a project. That's definitely something I would love to do. Sure. I, I'll say that, you know, the series is going to be seven or eight albums, and I just finished album three, so if you could wait about ten years um, and get back to me, uh, I might be interested. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm only 47, so I've still, got, I've still got time, I suppose. You got it. You got it. So any teasers that you could share of your upcoming tracks or your series and any characters of, that you can tease about? Yeah, absolutely. On my third storytelling album, Doors and Windows, um, you know, listeners can learn what's under the public faces that men wear and that women wear mm -hmm. and what the important pieces that we, we tend to hide and put faces in front of. Um, they can learn about, you know, the hunger that is behind the voices in our head. And if you don't believe me, just sit quiet for 10 minutes um, and tell me that you don't have voices in your head, telling you to move away from the pillow, all the things you have to get done things like that. It's There's a hunger behind that and what that means. Uh, you know, listeners can learn about a deadly killer that's in every home and how to free yourself from it, um, what that deadly killer is. And uh -huh. then, you know, they can learn and hear about a behavior that something that nature never has done or does 
um, that humans do and how to change that behavior for yourself. It's there's something that humans do that nature never does. Um, and it's a, it's actual, it's one of my first really, really funny comical stories. Usually the stories are um, heartfelt or they all teach a lesson, but this is more of on the comedic side. And people tell me like, I literally laughed my ass off to, it's a story called a tree's life, which is what I was going for to, you know, I want some, I want it to be light too sometimes. So that, that's some of the, some of the tracks they can expect on the album. And it, it, and the music and sound effects um, really hit home for this album. And like everybody, I think I get better as my craft goes on. So I, I love my first and second albums. Uh, my third one, I think, is the one that's really, really hitting people so far. So it's exciting. I like that. I like that. And I got a suggestion you. if you're able to use the song is, um, you remember the one Hungry Hungry Like the Wolf? Oh, from uh, Duran Duran? Yes, if you're able to use that one day, I think you should use it into somewhere to implement into one of your stories. I think that fit perfect. Yeah, I just don't want to ever get into any copywriting issues. Um, and then I like to, I want all the the music to be just something that is... Natural. natural. Yeah, natural and created from home. Um, so that probably won't happen, but who knows? You never know. Like, like I said, we don't know what's going to happen in two years. Maybe Duran Duran will call me up. Hey, or 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 you could do one of your artists. Maybe they could do like a artist, like a what do you call it? Like um, not where they sing it, but where they can play the the music of "Hungry Like the Wolf," kind of like in the background, kind of like on a guitar. Mm. Ah, like the background music. Yeah. What they call that? Suggestion. Autistic or something? I think there's a name for it. Yeah, I that I don't know. Um, but you never but, know. There's always ways yeah. around different things. I mean, yeah, I understand copyright, but there's don't ever give up. There's always different ways you can try different things without still getting in trouble with the copyright. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. Maybe <laughs> I just don't like paperwork. Maybe or maybe you could. Maybe you do what I do. I for as a, as an artist myself doing singing. Um, I do a lot of acapella, so I do the music with my words, with no music. Oh sure. And, yeah, and it's it's fun and. Again, you don't have to worry about copyright because you're not using nobody's music or any background or nothing. So there's yeah, just ways around things. Well, it's funny you bring that up because some of my stories, I will use my voice as additional background music, whether I'm humming layers to something yes. or, you know, and in some future story, I know that I plan to use my voice for the background music. Just that, like tracks, many <laughs> layers of tracks on my voice. Um, I'm not quite there yet. I'm working on album four slowly as I get albums one two and three out into the world but yeah i love that you brought that up because that is in the plans for sure and that's good because i am not a singer but you can you can do anything with the voice to create really great sounds and special effects i got a challenging and, notion for you the next time you sing in the shower record yourself and you'll be surprised what you hear say well i take ice cold showers every day <laughs> and i'm I'm usually not singing. I'm holding my breath and crying. And <laughs> but um, if I do sing, I'll get out that recorder. That's for sure. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So, all right. What about any top favorite movies that you have? Yeah, top favorite movies. I've always loved Forrest Gump. I I love. Yes. Yeah. Kind of a generic answer. I think it's a, a favorite of many in the world. But I love that. You know, he just blew where the wind took him and didn't realize how effective he was and maybe he didn't need to but man he touched on so many things in the world um 
without a hint of ego in it. And um, I'm not saying ego's bad. I'm not one of those people, but that just that movie gets me every time. And um, how cute was and, that? That he took he went all that mile of walking, just doing it. He's like, I just wanted to go for a walk or something like that. He was saying, but it's cute because then he just stops and then he just goes back home. <laughs> Yeah, when he was done, he was done, and he knew when to go back home. Absolutely. Oh, and yeah. kudos, kudos to Sally Field. She played a wonderful mom. Oh, I know. When when Sally Field passed away in it, and then when he was talking to Jenny, I lost the it. I cried I, tears. Yep, every time, every time, and I watch that at least once a year, along with like we were talking about American Beauty, and then yes. one of my other one of my other favorite movies is Donnie Darko. It still confuses. Oh my me, God! But, yes, yes, oh, I saw them. It's, don't watch it's, the sequels because they ruined... The, I love the movie Donnie Darko. I'm sorry, directors, but the way they did extras for the Donnie Darko, whatever you want to call it, follow-ups, they did not bring justice to the original movie, in my opinion. It kind of ruins it. So if you don't want to ruin the vision, don't watch the other sequels. Just stick to Donnie Darko. Mm, good to know I have not seen the second one, so now I won't. Yeah, it had, like, really bad reviews, and the only reason I would even watch it was because it had James Lafferty in it. You remember um, Nathan from One Tree Hill? Oh, sure. That's yep. the only reason I would watch it, which is kind of crazy, but... So, after that, I'm like, you know what, I think I'm better just say not watching it, because Donnie Darko is its own original creation. I'd hate to see anything be ruined after that. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I, I agree. I'll stick to the original. Yeah. Okay, what about Perfect. any top favorite TV shows? Oh, man. I will tell you that I, I've returned to the Wonder Years two and a half times. The half time being, I, I got busy during the third time watching it, but um, I love that 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 show. I think, you know, who doesn't love nostalgia, even though we have to be I know, right? And we're getting a reboot this fall. That's what I hear, which sounds... I'm excited for that. It sounds like it's going to be with a African-American family, which... I like that, because totally it's a yeah. different aspect. It's a different perspective. And if you're like me, you like different watching different shows, especially, again, indies. Um, you remember the... Was it Blackish? And then they did... Um, on Hulu, you remember they're doing Grownish. Or what is it called? Gro I think it's called Grownish with the Daughter. Mm, I've not seen Blackish yet, but I know I just watched the history of the sitcom, and I, they touched on those shows. So okay, I haven't watched um, that. Is that on Hulu? That is on. Good question. I think uh, it's on a CNN app, which is interesting. Oh, which I nice. Think you get through. I what is that Discovery one about? Plus. I never heard of what that. You just caught my attention. What is that about? Is it kind of like a little bit of this and that on on sitcoms or what? Yeah, it just goes in the history of, you know, comedies, friendships, um, wow. sexuality, uh, neighbors, and it touches on how these shows were very, very innovative in bringing messages through what looked to be just entertainment. Yeah. Um, but there was there was message underneath that the world really needed, and you knew that the world needed it because it became very, very popular during crazy times of crisis, like when John F. Kennedy was shot, Martin Luther King right. died, yeah. the Vietnam War, um, the craziness of the 80s and the crack epidemic. Oh my god, so, I miss the 80s. Yeah, the 80s are, I think it was the, the best decade. Speaking of nostalgia, I, that was when I were just, um, we weren't quite to the into the technology like we are today. Yeah. And you could leave your doors open, so it felt more neighborly. And, of course, childhood. Childhood is, you don't have as many obligations or to-dos. It's very carefree, which um, 
which I love. I'm with you. I love the 80s. Well, I'll match your show to another one that I saw on Hulu. It's by Suli Moonfry. You remember Punky Brewster? I do, yeah. Okay, she's got this thing called VHS Kid. It's okay. it's where she recorded herself. You know, back in the day, you record yourself like on a regular recorder. And who knew it would be popular after all these years? Well, she luckily had everything recorded on a VHS. And she transferred it over. And it became her own documentary. Oh, interesting. It's that got a lot of... You would love it because of 80s. It has all of our favorite actors when they're younger. And then yeah. some. So you've got to watch it. You would love it. It's very nostalgic. It's very emotional, too. There's a lot she went through that you might smile, you might cheer, you might cry. But it's a lot that she went through. And it's called VHS Kid? It's called, yeah, VHS Kid. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, thank you. I'm actually writing that down right now. Thank yeah, you. unfortunately, did you hear the bad news? Um, Peacock canceled uh, the new Punky Brewster, which... I can understand because it's it's I love Punky Brewster, but unfortunately I know that not everybody's gonna get Punky Brewster, so yeah. I kind of expected that would kind of happen because in this genre today, there's you're lucky if a lot of shows even make it these days. Yeah, that's true. That's true, especially reboots or when they're trying to bring something from the past. But I will right add, now. I will add that the new Punky Brewster did have a feature. Freddie Prince Jr. sings for the first time. Ah, so your thing, totally your thing, Wendy. Yes, I out. love when these actors just <laughs> give themselves up and sing. It's amazing. He's got such a great voice. Well, and I get surprised just when you think someone is, you know, and I don't mean just an actor, but when you, in my head, you know, what a great actor. And then they've got these other talents that come yes. forward, like singing and dancing. Oh, yes. They break the mold. Like, oh, man. So many people have more talents than they show for their TV show or just in life that we always hide the things we're good at but complain about the things that we want changed versus just, you know, bring like forward what Kurt Cobain. I know a lot of people saw him as just one way, which was like either a druggie or an actor. He was more than that. He was an artist. He was a singer. He was so much, just people don't realize there's more to a person than just one thing. But I yeah. think that's the point is society only labels us as one thing when we're so much more. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm glad when actors do that because it's kind of told and telling them, hey, look at me. I'm more than just an actor. This is me. And I like when they do that because um, you can only do that in the limelight and not yeah. like just a one-man play that someone's just ignoring. You know, it's kind of like, again, again, it's all about perspective and how people see you. Yeah, not just a TikTok video. <laughs> yes, very true. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love TikTok and I love my Rizzle, but after a while, they do become oversaturated. Right. Yep, like most markets, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so here we go. How has the pandemic affected your life and those around you? Mm, I, You know, kind of like I was saying, it's really you know, giving me a lot of home time and I'm pretty good with obligations and saying no to things that don't suit where I'm at, yes. um, at least at that time. But it made me even realize, you know, there's a lot of times I say yes to things because of, you know, I haven't touched base with this person in a while. I, I feel a couple months, 
versus when I didn't have that option, I realized the ones that I really, really wanted or needed to. And I'm, I love people and I love to keep relationships going. It's just at this point in time in my life, I'm really, really focused on my craft and on my career and my business that I, um, it, it showed me what my priorities are. Um, I have, I did lose two friends, one that actually created my original website, Mike James now, um, Dot com, which is where you can find the albums that we've talked about and um, these life coach storytelling albums. But he had passed away, and then another friend of mine, and they were in their their mid forties. And I don't believe it was. It, I know it was not from the pandemic or the coronavirus or COVID, whatever you want to call it. But I, it might have when they passed away, it might have had something to do with the isolate. Are you there? All right, we're back for part two of our Q&A with Mike James. Welcome back, Mike. Thank you so much. Yeah, I get you. That's what my concern for you is. Um, with I heard the numbers are spiking up in different areas. Are they spiking up in yours as well, in your area? Uh, they, uh, not currently, but I know that some people are close to me are getting the booster shot. Some yes. people are not getting the shot at all, and I just leave that as their own business. But um, so far, I think we're good. But, you know, as we know, the pandemic seems to come in a wave, so it might be headed this way in Minnesota. I'm not sure where it seems to be that the majority of Minnesota is really careful or, you know, we've curbed it. But, um, you know, preparing for, like they say, hoping for the best, preparing for the worst, so to speak, and, and seeing what happens. But, I, you know, I don't, I don't worry about it too much. I just do what I can for myself. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Are you are, but, are you all doing the mass mandatory or you're not? Uh, we are not. It's you know it's it's the recommendation if you haven't been vaccinated. But otherwise, you know, business as usual. Restaurants are open. You can go to you know we've got the state fair that was shut down last year. That's happening. I think at a limited more limited capacity. But um, things seems to be a little bit just less. You just see less people right now. Oh, no, I understand. Yeah. Well, you know, on our end, I'm over here in New Braunfels, Texas. And for Texas, um, you know, our governor, he went ahead and pushed for the mandatory. It wasn't necessary for masks. But luckily, in certain areas where we go, like the grocery stores or even the, especially our doctors, uh, they still push for us to wear masks. So it's kind of uh-huh. like a mixture of things, which is great. I'm going for my second shot uh, later today for the vaccine. But I can understand where people were coming from about not getting it. Because, like, on my right. end, I was diagnosed two years ago with the blood clot in my lungs. So my concern was that if I took the shot, would it affect me as far as being medically getting more sick? Ah, that makes so sense. So it took a while before I even did it. And when I felt comfortable, um, I looked more into my – I spoke to my doctor, yes. But I also spoke to the pharmacist and let them understand – my concerns and they were very you know they're very accommodating they're very helpful and they put me at ease and I was able to go ahead and take my first shot when I did and so yeah. here we are now I'll get ready to take my second one but to those of you that do feel you shouldn't take your shots um I know I, I get a lot of people are being so judgmental about it but until you walk those people's shoes don't judge yeah 
because you don't know what they're going through. You're like, you know, like me. It took me a really long time before I could even be convinced to get the shot. Right. And talking about walking in people's shoes, don't judge. We'll never be able to walk in someone's shoes. So the phrase is just don't judge. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) That's a point. Don't judge. Yeah. And on my first album, I have a story called Four Miles where a character is actually really admires these three people and then thinks one is just kind of, at least I'm not that one over there. And then they get a chance to walk in all four of their shoes just to see what that's like. So um, just want to plug that story because it's exactly what we're talking about. Yes, and I think that's the point is, and well, you know, being on Twitter and all this, it's kind of sad because that's all the society wants to do is judge you for this, judge you for that. I'm like, oh my lord, is this what society is? Is that all they want to do is just judge each other? Yeah, I think I think with in my my experience of it is with social media, it is. It's just um, opinion media versus just real connection, which is dangerous for us. Whole other topic, but um, yeah, I, I obviously I'm a human being, so I do judge. I've got my own opinions, but I keep them myself. I don't want to start a war on Facebook or Instagram or you know, TikTok or LinkedIn, you know, I just, I don't want to start any wars. I've got, and if people ask me where I sit, I'll tell them. You got me laughing here. I've been there. I've been there, done that with those. Oh my Lord. Yes. Yeah. It, you can get sucked into that, like almost like a teenage drama, like high school. It's crazy. Yes. Yes. So my rule of thumb now is just, Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Don't do nothing. Yeah. Just be quiet. Unless people ask. Be quiet. That's what I try to do. <laughs> if they make you mad, get yourself a bag of popcorn and munch on it. That's the best you can do. Because all they want to yep. do is just start up a fight so they can report you. And that's what they want to do. That's just, you know, I hate to say it, but that's all a lot of this is. is it's just a lot of people trying to act like kids now. I know. Maybe we found more of my target audience. It's not just for the people who feel really busy, really stuck, kind of restless in their life and trying to find purpose. Maybe it's um, also for the people who are, you know, social media bitter. These albums will help. Or just watch, you know, Forrest Gump. That'll help. (laughs) I've got three shows that I recommend you. One is White Lotus on HBO Max. And yes, I'm plugging HBO Max because they've got really good quality content. Uh, two is um, the new Gossip Girl. Okay. I don't know if you ever saw the first one, but the second one is definitely breaking up barriers. There's so many things in there that is going to inspire you as a storyteller. Believe me, that mm, one okay. is really good. And then, of course, the third one is um, Euphoria. Ooh, I like the name of that one. That one is also on HBO Max. And it stars the, um, I'm sorry I forget her name right now, but you remember on Disney, the actress that played Casey Undercover? Oh, Zendaya. Zendaya? Zendaya? Okay. She's dating Tom Holland, which is Spider-Man? The name sounds familiar. I okay. I don't know who You that can is, do a but Google, yeah. but that's the card. It's called Euphoria. So check out those three shows. They're very provocative, they're very intense, they're very crazy, but I love that they're, each one is breaking barriers in their own way. Ah, uh, yeah. Break, barrier breaking is very important. At and all for times. storytelling on your part, you're going to be inspired like, oh my god, it's gonna, to you, it'll feel like a, 
like a buffet of different muses. Mm, okay. So you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Three foods that you would never eat. Ah, uh, good question. Uh, except for sushi rolls, I don't like seafood in general. I think it smells awful. <laughs> um, I don't like sushi, so but I have tried sushi rolls. <laughs> I won't try it again, but I did it for a friend that was going to college, and he was trying to be a culinary um, you know, cook, so I did it yeah. as a support, but I'm not one for sushis either, so don't feel bad. Yeah, well, I like the rolls. I just don't like seafood. Uh, fish, I think, smells just awful. I oh. wish I liked it because it's healthy for you. Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. I probably, I probably um, won't ever eat Taco Bell again. I feel like every item is exact. Okay, so you just intrigued me. So what's going on with Taco Bell? What was your thing about not liking Taco Bell? Uh, well, for me, it feels like every item is the exact same thing, only with a different shell. And and I honestly feel like you're just paying money to get diarrhea. <laughs> I don't think it's quality food. I don't, who wants to pay for that? Just buy a little No, but that's kind of, kind of hit the point there because, on you know, of course, meat is, has their way of doing things funny. But on this part, I kind of get it. They kind of yeah. tease that if you want to lose weight, go to Taco Bell. Just go to Taco Bell. You could you could get flavor and then lose weight, yeah. and then um and like we were talking about the eighties. I grew up with a lot of casseroles that if I never eat one again, um I would be okay with that. If I do, if it has corn in it, I won't eat it. Uh, something about that combo I do not like. But yeah, those are three foods that I probably won't ever eat at least again. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the four foods that you do enjoy. Ooh, now we're talking. So, Chinese food in general, like we talked about. Yes, uh, a plate of, I love my plate Chinese plate of sesame food. chicken. Oh mm-hmm. man, egg rolls, sesame chicken, cream cheese wonton, sweet sour chicken, um, kung pao, all those things. I I get sweaty, passionate. Uh, do you eat about those? That. Do you eat those Cancun ones? Uh, no. What is that? They're the Cancun. It's like, uh, well, they kind of look like um. Like a bakery shell sort of thing with the cream cheese and stuff. It's really good. Oh yeah, the cream cheese wontons. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think they call them like that or the rangoons or something like that. I love those. You know, they they do those on Panda Express as well. Yes, those are really good. I one love those. Favorites. Those are so you know, it's hard not to eat one <laughs> like chips. <laughs> yeah. Right. I also have a neighbor that will bring over homemade Chex Mix. That's something that it. I love chips and carbs. I, I eat really healthy Monday through Friday afternoon, but on the weekends I let myself eat what I want on Fridays and Saturday nights, and I, I love homemade Chex Mix. Oh, I love, I love Chex Mix, yes. Do you season yeah. yours? Do you season yours, or do you just eat it like that? Uh, well, my neighbor makes it just just the regular way that you could get the recipe off the back of the box, but she adds a little bit extra of all the spices. And oh, yeah. It's If my neighbor hears this, um, I'm I'm ready. Like, bring some more, please. Oh, my God, and, that sounds so good. I had a friend that does that. The, he, he makes homemade he makes homemade gifts for the holidays, and he does the homemade checks every year. So I know exactly where you're coming from. And nothing beats yeah. homemade. It's just awesome. Absolutely. And if you buy the checks mix, just the regular checks mix in a bag, it is 
you'll never buy that again once you have the homemade stuff. It's so much better, and, and you, oh, man, it's really good. And then I also, I'm, I'm huge on Five Guys Burgers on a, on a cheat meal night. I love their burgers and their I love fries. them. They're good, but I'm not going to lie, they're a little too pricey. Ah, see, and I, I personally will spend a little more money for that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> No, no, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it. It's just prepare yourselves because you'll get good food and get wrong. But if you're on a budget, they're a little pricey, yeah. Probably but I love place. them. They are good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I've ate there before. I love their food. But I can't eat there all the time because they do get a little pricey. All right. So I know you got a little bit, um, you know, also some time limited. But our last question would be, any advice to future artists? Oh, man, Willie, I love this question. Um, because, I number one, I try not to hand out advice as a life coach. I ask a lot of questions, and I want the person to know that they've got the answers inside of them. But it's for artists, it's really generic, but I would say keep going. Yes. You know, it's, it's not just a goal you go after. Uh, most of the time, it's collecting and building something little by little, and you see all the pieces that have been collecting and realize that when the time is right, the success just takes off because you're ready when it's ready for you. And, um, and I was just talking to a friend of mine recently about that. If you have a dream and you let go of it, that's all it was. It was just a dream. But if you have a calling in my experience, it's something you absolutely can't put down, even if you wanted to, and it will never put you down or let, uh, let go of you either. So there's a difference. Like we all have dreams and things we want to do and, and, in the work I've done, I, I thought I was going to have a book, then I thought it was going to be a book with illustrations, and then when I realized it was supposed to be an audio series of self-improvement stories, um, it just has taken off since then, and now here I am, three albums later, that, you know, just keep going, and what you're searching for um, is also searching for you, and you'll find each other. I love that. That's perfect advice. And I agree with you because I'm like you. Um, um, here's my testimony. I went from a writer to a indie romance novelist to a podcaster to an artist. So, you know, take a page out of Madonna's book. It's okay to reinvent yourself in different ways. Over and over again, too. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Okay, so where can we find you as far as your media? Yeah, thanks for asking. I'm... On Facebook, uh, I'm actually just uh, Mike James Stories. Uh-huh. So occasionally I'll put out you know some Facebook lives and tease up some stories, things like that. Uh-huh. I like to tell human experience stories. Um, same with Instagram, it's Mike James Stories. Same with TikTok, which I'm not very super active on TikTok, but I do put out videos that are um, borderline spiritual slash transformational. Okay, and then. Um, but if you if you're interested in, in hearing the stories that um, are really impacting people, again the the busy, restless, and stuck are able to find you know peace and um, get out of the, the get out of their heads and in the big picture of life. If you go to mikejamesnow.com, that's my website where you can find the stories available on iTunes and Amazon, um, and you can even listen to some sample stories too to see if it if it's something you're interested in. Oh, awesome. And are you also on Twitter and Instagram? Um, I'm not on Twitter. Yeah, Instagram is Mike James Stories. I would say the the places I'm most active is, you know, Facebook and my Facebook uh, business page called Mike James Stories. Um, And then, of course, the website where if you want, you know, updates on future releases and Uh stuff like that, you can put your name and email address in and um, you'll get an email from my team that tells you um, 
when new albums are coming out. Well, I've got a suggestion for you. Um, this is me plugging Twitter for you. Check sure. out Twitter. Give it a try. Because they got this new feature now. It's called Spaces. What it is, yeah. is you can promote your product of different things yourself, whatever you want to do. But you get um, where people would pay for to read your content or to watch it. Ah, oh, okay. Good to know. It's called Spaces. That's the latest feature they've added on Twitter. So for creators, it's a perfect way to kick off your brand, promote yourself, just get yourself out there. Also, another good one that I'm on is Rizzle. Okay. They're really good, and you do earn money for that. You just got to do a lot of videos, but you'll see if you give it a chance, it's really good. And um, that's pretty much all those main ones, just those right there. But thank you so much for taking the time to do this podcast. I always appreciate it. And um, I definitely want to keep following your your series and see where you're going to go into the future. Because I know it's going to go bright. I already know it. And I definitely want you back next season so we can catch up with you and see where you're at in the now. Sounds good. It'll be a fight between you and Oprah on who's going to have me on, so good luck. That's where uh, I'm headed. Yeah. All right. Well, you have a great week, and thank you so much for taking time. Thanks for your time, Willie. I appreciate you. All right. Stay safe out there. You too. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody. I had so much fun interviewing Mike James, and I will catch you on the flip side.